time. It's time. So get your popcorn ready. It will be political. Political. It will be biblical. Biblical. We must stay vigilant. We must remain watchful. So sit back and put your feet up because you're about to learn to discern the truth. Welcome to the Watchmen. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Watchmen Podcast. My name is Casey, so good to be back with you guys today. Today is June 9th, 2023. Oh, man, it's been a long time since I've done a solo episode, uh, but I got a lot a lot of information to uh, get out and share with you guys today. Uh, I've been gone for a while, traveling, and um, I got back a little while ago, but I've just been busy trying to get things together. Uh, I've got the court case coming up. I've got our trial coming up. It was supposedly supposed to end... Um, Supposed to have been June 12th, but it got moved to July 10th. So uh, that's coming pretty soon. But uh, before I get into any of that, I just want to go ahead and let you know that today's episode is going to be uh, titled Trials and Tribulations. Trials and Tribulations. Um, but And also where to find me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. That's the underscore Watchman underscore podcast. Uh, you can find me on Spotify, the Watchman podcast with an E, not an A, Watchman. Um same on iTunes, Rumble, my Rumble channel. Uh, it's the Watchman Podcast as well. Um, you can find me on Twitter. It's Casey underscore Cusick. Um, my Venmo is, uh, if you want to help support the podcast, uh, my Venmo is Casey-Cusick-5, as well as I have paypal.me forward slash one word Watchman with an E podcast. Um, oh, that'll be in the description box as well below as well as um, also anchor.fm forward slash KC756 is where you can find me on the Spotify part of the podcast if you want to go there to support the podcast as well. Thank you for those of you that do and have done so. I greatly appreciate it. Um, man, it's been one thing after another financially, seriously, since this whole thing happened uh, between having an accident and then just attorney fees and things like that. Uh, hopefully going to get something up here soon to help raise money for some more um Gosh, attorney fees that are going to be for possible appellant fees and other things that I can't really talk about just yet. But um, yeah, so uh, hopefully going to get that out there soon. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Orlando trip. It was fantastic. Um, just wonderful. Uh, man, I mean, it was just so, so information filled. Uh, Gary Wayne and George Iceman, shout out to him, the Reveal Report. It was just such a great event, and it always is, and I highly recommend. Hopefully, it'll be there again next year. Uh, so I highly recommend everybody to get get out and get there if you get a chance. It's really cool to be around. All, like I've always said, it's cool to be around the people that are like-minded. You don't have to really explain why you believe the information that you believe to them. It's really cool. Um Gary Wayne was also there and I'm working out details right now. I'm going to have him on hopefully next month uh, to talk about some biblical information because the guy is so sound biblically speaking. It's unbelievable. You know, the things that he just pulls up and he's a pretty funny guy too. You wouldn't know that so much as seeing him on some podcasts, he's pretty serious, but pretty funny guy. I got his book. Uh, me and my wife did got his, um, the, Genesis six conspiracy book. And, uh, I've read a little bit of that. It's a pretty big book, but it's some really good information. I highly recommend you guys to pick that up if you can. Also, Jesse was there, which is also so always so awesome. And, uh, guess I got to see Jesse for the first time in person since we started having our podcast together. So it was really cool. Um, you know, like I said, 
Jesse just has such a great staff around her. Uh, gosh, I mean, it's just, it's so cool. The, the ladies that she has working with her, they're so wonderful. And I can't say enough positive things about them. But um, yeah, so, you know, the, the Orlando event went really well. And, you know, we got to, got some good information there uh, about politics and things like that. And then uh, came back, ended up getting a car, which was so great, which we needed. Thank God. I praise God for that. And um, we were able to get, get into another vehicle after me having wrecked the other one terribly. And um, so then I got back out, out here in the next week, went to Austin, Texas, and it was just such an awesome event. Uh, beautifully adorned. It was hosted by Adina. Hodges, you should check out her YouTube channel. Jesse's done some shows with her. Um, I want to say it's called Prayer Mountain. Uh, forgive me if I'm not getting it right. But anyways, you can go on Jesse's Twitter and follow. She's got some videos posted that she was just on with her the other day with Adina Hodges. Just such a wonderful lady. Uh, such a great host. The whole event was just so wonderful. And lots, of, you know, one thing that I want to say about both events that really, really touched me was being around people that, you know, not just like-minded people, but so many people and not everybody, but a lot of people just have, you know, their own personal issues and things that they, and, and, and it's just so neat to see people healed, freed, you know, at the end of the reveal uh, retreat that we had that, that final night, you know, we did, we had a, some prayer groups, you know, set up and it was just so neat to see some people healed of things that they were struggling with. And i um, glad that I'm so glad that George did that because that was what introduced me um, to Anne Latour, who I had on my show, and you should go out back and check that episode out if you haven't gotten a chance to yet. She's she's really such a great lady, and uh, doing awesome kingdom things for God. You know, traveling the U.S. and you know, taking back and, and anointing the grounds and and buildings and things that belong to us as believers and and belong to God, and you know that we've been lackadaisical about. So she's really on top of that. You ought to follow her and follow her ministry, Advocates of Heaven. Uh, you know, just a sweet, sweet, sweet spirited lady. And um, so anyways, uh, then going to Austin, you know, just to see people like, you know, when you see others that are so hurt by things and, you know, you, you don't even know. And, you know, you see and hear and meet people that you, you've never met before and you hear their background story. And it, it's interesting. Always, I always like to ask everybody how they found Jesse or how they found, you know, Mike, because a lot of them knew me based on my, me having her on and just people following my podcast since the January 6th stuff and other shows I've been to. And, uh, it's really, it's really just a great time and a great thing to see and, and do. And I, I highly recommend, you know, if you miss the course, you know, go online when Jesse releases that course and, you know, get that course because they're, they're so helpful and it's so helpful. You know, one of the things I love that she does is she helps you understand the symbology that they use and the, and the uh, symbols and the the signs and the way they put things out and and to figure out where and what quadrant there is, you know what, you know members of the occult are in in which area, so that we can pray over those areas and anoint them and and take them back from them and which is what I highly recommend um, in regards to these boycotts and things like that too. You know we don't have to just boycott everything. How about let's take back what belongs to what belongs to us and. Uh, we can only do that by prayer, you know, and fasting and, and really giving ourselves to God. And it's just so, you know, like I said, the, the title of this episode is Trials and Tribulations. And, and I want to get into some news here first, because, you know, everything uh, that we've got going on 
politically is so disheartening in so many ways. You know, we see the president, former President Trump, indicted for garbage, errant nonsense, basically. And uh, it, it, you see, and you see now it's the third time. I want to say it's the third D.C. There's there's a grand jury in Miami, and you know, there's a grand jury, you know, already in New York. And then you got the rumors of the lady and the other attorney. It's just crazy. But anyways, in Atlanta, and now that they're trying to come out, and it's like, does anybody see this whole thing as a plot and a plan and a ploy, and that they're toying with us? I mean, does anybody else see that but me? And the things that they're trying to do and take away who. I mean, you think about all the things we, we had an election stolen from us. And now the man that had the election stolen from him is being charged with espionage and other horrendously foolish, foolish charges. And, and it's like, you know, it's, it's a crazy, it's kind of like going back to the old Dominion and Fox News lawsuit where Dominion stole the election and then Fox News paid him a billion dollars to do so. It's just it, the whole thing is so sickening. And then you got DeSantis sitting in the background laughing, taking advantage of this whole thing, thinking seemingly that he's going to take advantage. You know, it's so crazy how many of these guys are coming out to run for president like Mike Pence. And he comes out and says he'll not pardon one Jan Sixer because of, of what happened that day, how the atrocities of that happening. The guy's so full of lies. It's not even funny. I mean, the, the sick speech when I hear him say I'm a Christian, a conservative and a Republican in that order. It makes me want to puke. You're a liar, a thief, and a Satanist. And we all know it at this point, sir. So, you know, we're, we're sick and tired of these people coming out and pushing us around. So, so remember, we still have to stay focused mentally and spiritually speaking because you've got all these things. Okay, so then we also have... So, skipping away from the Trump thing for just a second, you know, we have also that stuff that's been coming out with as far as child sex trafficking. I mean, it is just hitting the news almost every single day. In a great way, you know, a couple of days ago, I had something that I shared on Twitter um, where Liz Crokin posted an article, which it's out there from everybody, but it was the Wall Street Journal that posted it about um, Instagram being used for pedophiles and they're talking to each other in code and they're using the terms cheese pizza. I mean, why now think back to all the liars and the media that were sitting there telling us that Pizzagate was a conspiracy theory. But yet here they all are. And this is not the first one. So there was another guy that's a white hat hacker that was on uh, the Sean Ryan show a couple weeks ago. He did a whole podcast with him about three hours long. I listened to the whole thing uh, where he began hacking. He was a, you know, ethical hacker where they go in and they're get paid to hack these big, big name websites. And if they do, they get paid for it because it's all, you know, it's all for security stuff anyway. So long story short, he goes in and, most of you have already probably seen him and heard of him because uh, after that, so he goes in and, you know, this friend of his sends him a thing was, it was his child porn website. He goes in, he hacks it out. He gets all the names of these people. And the sick part about the whole thing was, is that a lot of them were former congressmen, you know, uh, local government officials. I mean, just absolutely appalling in every way, the sick things that these people are doing. So anyway, um, but he also mentions that in the chat room that they use the same thing. They're using the terms pizza. They're using the terms, uh, cheese, pizza, hot dogs, all these names that we've heard and that we've seen that we were told that were lies. So by the way, speaking of hot dogs, is anybody going to go in and start investigating now? What was, what the $65,000 worth of hot dogs that 
Obama was emailing with Hillary uh, that were delivered to the White House were? Because if you really think about how much money $65,000 is in hot dogs, I mean, you could fill the White House up just about with the hot dogs. I don't think that it was really hot dogs. And uh, I mean, actually, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't hot dogs. But why don't people start researching those things? Why is that not in the news now? Why are we not talking about those things? Also, you go through some of her other emails with John Podesta, where he talked about the same thing, cheese pizza, maps, all these perverted terms that they, it's just, it's coming out though, folks, more and more, which is awesome. And you know, somebody mentioned, you know, that um, Liz Crokin, because she posted this thing, ah, she's part of this. Listen, anybody that's outing and and making people aware of sex trafficking, let's just let this come forward here because this needs to be out and needs to be out there. People need to see it. People need to hear about it. They need to know about this stuff's been going on for years. You know, now we've got the new uh, Tim Ballard Sound of Freedom movie coming out. You know, I don't know that they're going to go so deep into the true reality of this stuff. But now we've gotten news and word that there's a four-part docuseries that's coming out as well with Tim Ballard and Mel Gibson's done. Mel Gibson has another movie coming out uh, as well, The Passion 2, which is going to be good. But also he has got one coming out on The Rothschild. So I believe this stuff is coming out. It is coming forward. We still have to stay watchful and vigilant and we still have to pay pay attention all the time because a lot of so many times that we've learned and seen, you know, we now know that those that seem seem to be helping all the time aren't. And uh, so I'm just still believing God almighty. He's going to come in and, you know, do something about these things because we're, we're, we're tired of this and it's gone on for just too long. And uh, I I just really believe it's time for this stuff to be outed and it's time for this stuff to, um, these people to be taken down for the, for the atrocities and the crimes against children that they've done. And, uh, so, so going apart from that, he also did that same ethical hacker did a, did a whole little piece with project Veritas, which was really good as well. It's just the fact that they were exposing and the guy even admits to having this obsession with children. And he also admits to, you know, doing this and that. So point is he was supposedly going to all these, he was being, um, you know, he's going to counseling for it and all that. Anyway, they turned over all this information. And this is one of the things that frustrated me so much is in the whole at first interview that the guy did, then the project inter, inter, uh, Veritas interview that he did. And the police did nothing. The police have done nothing. They've given it to major news outlets. They've done nothing too. So when you realize, think about why has no one done anything to this in regards to this stuff? Because they're all in it. They're all in it. They're not going to do something that's going to affect them as well. But we've got to keep pushing, keeping the pedal on the metal to, to allow this stuff to be exposed because this has to be, these people have to pay for what they've done to, to children, these atrocities that they've done to children. I mean, I just, it's, it's awful and it's appalling. And so skipping away from that for a second, though, and going back to uh, January 6th stuff. So I just wanted to inform people, this is the kind of sick stuff that's going on up in D.C. right now with these trials. So. Some of the jurors, so they have jury selection and all that for, for the trials. Some of the jurors are actually prosecutors that are actually prosecuting other Jan 6 cases. I mean, if this isn't corruption at the highest level, I just don't know what is. But I believe God's bigger than them. I believe God's greater than them. And I believe that the best is yet to come because these people cannot get away with, with the persecution of, of, of God's people. You remember Paul on the way to Damascus? Jesus appeared in a bright light. He said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting? 
people. Nope, he didn't. He said, Paul, why are you persecuting me? Because we are him. We are the church. We, he represents us. He is our advocate. And so I, I just, I thank him for it. And I, I, I pray God almighty that these, these truths are revealed and that this, I mean, what we're seeing it, they, at this point, they've got so many things between the transgender nonsense of all the boycotting going on. We've got that. Then you got the indictments of the president Trump at the same time as that comes out where the FBI finally releases the, the, um, information that led to Joe Biden taking money from Burisma and other things. I mean, this is just so minor compared to the atrocities that this jerk has done to our, not only our country, but, but to people outside of the country. So anyway, but all that's coming on at the same time. So it's all what it's covering it all. It's covering it all up. And, and, and you have so many things out there at once. You can't really pay attention to just one thing. And this is their goal. This is their point. They want us to be so scatterbrained, so infuriated. And that's why I'm calling this trials and tribulations because we're all dealing with this and we're all dealing at the same time with our own personal lives, things that are going on in our personal lives. But the reason that they want to get, they want you to, they, what do they want to do? What does the devil want to do? According to scripture, he wants to wear out the saints. They want to wear us out. They want us to just quit liking Trump. Stop supporting him. Stop supporting Christianity. Stop going to church. Just stop doing all that. We'll leave you alone. We'll let you go back to your life. You just, uh, no, we're not. We're not going to do those things. And so um, this is their goal, though. This is their goal to wear us out, to get us weary. They want us to grow weary. And the Bible says, let us not grow weary in well-doing, because in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And so we are going to reap the good that's going to come from all this stuff. So we're all facing trials and tribulations. And, uh, you know, we have to push through and we have to lean on God and we have to lean in and lean into the Holy Spirit and really listen and begin to let him speak to us. Get quiet. You know, a, a lot of times we, we allow this chaos in the world and TV and all, all these things, you know, to keep us busy and just our minds just constantly in this world that we live in, you know, it's the, your mind's racing, your mind's racing. And so, you know, you feel like you're just constantly distracted, but really get, take some time and go spend some t quiet time alone with God and um, really let him begin to minister to you. And it's in those quiet times that he does minister more, more than ever before. And, uh, but I want to read to you here in John 10, 10, and I know this is a familiar scripture to most, and I, and I want you to realize this in the context of what we're dealing with right now. And it says, the thief comes not, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But then he goes on, this is Jesus speaking. It's red lettered. Jesus saying, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And then he goes on in verse, verse 11 to say, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. But if you think about what he says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If it falls under any of those three categories, we know it's the devil. We know it's the devil. So, and then going back from there, and then, so he also, then Jesus says, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Understand when he says, I've come that you might have life. It's not only eternal life, it's life right now that we can live here on earth, eternal life here on earth, in, in him, in, in, in kingdom, applying kingdom principles, his kingdom coming to earth now. This is a now, now scripture. So I want to go from there over to James 1 and another you know scripture many of you already know biblical biblically. It says James 1 verse 2 it says my brethren count it all joy when you fall into various trials. And then in verse 2 it, or verse 3 excuse me it says knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. 
and, and I wasn't going to read all this, but I want to because it's so good. It just goes in from there. And then what does it say? But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And then in verse five, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives it to all what liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So going back, count it all joy when you fall into various trials and tribulations. Count it all joy. Let's go over to let's go over to Romans fourteen. Romans fourteen here it says in verse seventeen. This is Paul. It says, "For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy." In the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Then let's go over to Psalms 30. Psalms 30. I should say Psalm. One Psalm is one, no S. But going over here to Psalm 30, in verse 5, it says, For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. There's those of us right now that might be weeping about something going on in our life. Maybe it's just for our country. Maybe it's with our kids. But remember that God says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy, 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 righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Begin to lift yourself up and help yourself with, uh, you know, speaking in tongues. It, 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 it brings that joy into your life instantly. And then going back over here to back in the New Testament, going over to Philippians 4. Now remember, this trials and tribulations, we all will face it. Jesus told us about this. He warned us ahead of time that, the, that if he had to deal with it, we were going to have to deal with it. But remember, God wins. He wins. Jesus already won. Uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Philippians 4, 4. Always. Listen to what he says there. Rejoice in the Lord always. What does always mean? It means all the time. It means when you get in a trial, you get in a tribulation, what do you begin to do? You rejoice because the Bible tells us to rejoice. In that same chapter, you know, you go, you go from there. So Philippians 4, 4 down to verse 5, it says, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. And then what does it say in verse 6? Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for what? Nothing. So we go to the beginning of verse 4. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And then you go down to the beginning of verse 6, and it says, Be anxious for nothing. Always rejoice. Never be anxious. But in everything, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And then what happens? And then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus, through Christ Jesus. Praise God for that. So remember, your problems are not your problems. They're God's problems. Your problems are not your problems. They're God's problems. I want to read this to you here out of the Passion Translation, and it's 1 Peter 5, and it's 8, verses 8 and 9. It says, Be well balanced and always alert, because your enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly like a roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. Take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong and vigorous faith. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing what the same kinds of troubles as you are enduring. 
But let's go back up here, the best verse, verse 7, 1 Peter 5, 7, the Passion Translation says, pour out all your worries. I just told you, your problems are not your problems, they're God's problems. So let's what, what happens here. Pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there, for he always tenderly cares for you. When are you normally happy? Usually we're always happy. Usually when we're happy, it's because our problems get solved. Happiness comes when a problem gets solved. Happiness comes when a problem gets solved. Give all your problems to God. They'll all get solved. They'll all get solved. Amen to that. So with that, just remember, when you hit trials and tribulations, all these problems and things that we see coming on the world, remember we already know it's coming. Jesus warned us ahead of time that these things are coming. But what do we do? We count it all as joy. I count it as joy that this whole January 6th nonsense that people are having to deal with every single day, and it's not just me. There's about 11 or 1,200 more just like me dealing with similar problems that haven't been solved yet. But praise God, I count it as joy. I count it as joy because I know that my God will never leave me. He will never forsake me. And he is my righteous advocate. And I say this, and I say it again and again. Count it all joy. Let it all play out. Let this thing play out. I know there's a lot of things that we're seeing injustices right now that are hard to let go, but let it play out. Have faith because in the end, whether it be just your personal life or whether it be our country, it's going to end up being a testimony. So count it all joy. Let it play out. Have faith because in the end, it'll be a testimony. Remember, the best is yet to come. God bless you guys. Have a great day.